best way to get you going. This is VOC Breakfast with Gulam Fakir and Sabira Sheikh Yassar, only on the Voice of the Cape. So 7.33 is where we're at this morning. If you've just joined us, welcome into it. It is the Friday edition of VOC Breakfast. Myself as well as Gulam with you until 9 a.m. this morning. And we move along now to our next feature. Now, this week has been... I think overwhelming to say the least for many of us. I mean, gee, we've seen a rapid increase in Janaza notices. You and I come here every morning and that's the first thing we see. Um, and I think those numbers that we've been seeing online that we speak about with our guests in terms of, you know, the increase in numbers have now been turning into names. And I think that has definitely been, you know, partly responsible for the increase in anxiety that we feel as broadcasters. Now, according to a Muslim Stats essay, you and I heard about this a day ago, one person is dying every 40 minutes. Every 40 minutes. And that is in the Muslim community here in yeah. South Africa. And the concern for many of us is how are the undertakers coping? And, you know, are the COVID-19 protocols being observed and respected during this very pressurizing time? So online, we do have the Western Cape Muslim Undertakers Association, and that is Mr. Ibrahim Solomon, as well as in a bit, we'll be speaking to Maker, member for Community Services and Health, Councillor Zahid Badruddin. Assalamu alaikum, good morning, and thank you for joining us. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah to you, Gulam uh, and Shabira, and listeners. So, of course, Mr. Solomon, let's start off by understanding, you know, how are the undertakers and burial societies dealing with the increase in janazas at this moment in time? I'm sure it's, it's an increasingly busy time for you. But what is it like on the front line, so to speak? SubhanAllah, um, uh, Shabira, you know, uh, for, for, the, for, the, for the two decades that I've been an undertaker, I've never seen um, this amount of janazas. Uh, whether whether we want to believe of COVID or, or any, I've never seen this amount of janazas at at one given time. Um, Alhamdulillah. Before I even go into that, I, I would like to to thank the undertakers, um, the the ghasils, the ghasilas that are are selflessly giving up, offering up their time and uh, um, being there on the front line. Uh, it, is, it has been uh, yesterday at the Husokhana in Taronga Road, uh, one of the Husokhanas, we were inundated with, with uh, um, bodies coming there. I mean, 10 at the time, bursts pulling up one after the other. The Rasils and Rasilas that took our money is coming to Husol the bodies. It, is, it has been a strain because you must remember that we try and bury our deceased as soon as possible. So we get there, we try and hustle, uh, cuff on the bodies, and get out of there so that mm. we can go bury our deceased. And uh, alhamdulillah, by, by the looks of it, we, we are all coping, um, but obviously very tiresome. Right. Now, uh, Ibrahim, if we also were to look at the current situation, I mean, there are now talks about, you know, a level or, or the third wave coming in for the Western Cape. If we were to look at, you know, the current situation that you're finding yourselves in, you were talking about, you know, um, you know, the burials at Tarangu Road and so forth. But if you were to look overall, um, you know, even the support or psychological uh, things that are in place for you people as well, is that in place firstly? And then secondly, also, you know, the support that you get from the family and the other authorities as well? Um, Alhamdulillah, we have been receiving support, but I think more is needed. Um, 
we 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 urge our communities to 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 to, to help us as far as the times of janazis is concerned and the, the the time that they 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 deal because we've got to run from one place to the other and obviously um uh, there there's certain things that the, the undertaker or the registrar needs to do and he cannot be he cannot be at each and every janaza and and we we must remember that uh, some of our magbaras they they um can't accommodate uh us and people are still forcing to bury at certain magbaras where um the the workers at the magbaras are under strain as well because they can imagine now the, the, practically around the clock Mr. Solomon, you just mentioned about the Makbaras. You know, ordinarily, you know, one would have their set Makbara that the family wants to be buried at because the mother, the father, the brother um, has been buried there. But at this point in time, you know, how are those systems now working? You know, is it where space is available and a hole is dug? You know, that is what is offered to the family? Um, well, we still try and accommodate uh, those things. But the Makbaras, um, like I said, the workers at the Makbaras are under strain. And they cannot, they, they cannot, and, and for us to, 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 to want to bury the, the deceased as soon as possible, we, we try and, 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 and provide a, um, a, 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 a space at, at, at any other magbara for them. Mm. Now, when we speak about, you know, our case numbers increasing, let's speak and, and, and in sort of zero in on the Muslim community here in the Western Cape. Over the past week or so, you know, what are those numbers looking like on average per day? Well, um, I, I am one, but, but one of the undertakers and I do between five and seven janazas per day. Wow. And, uh, um, ya Allah, it is, it, 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 it is really... Really, and, and I can I can tell you that most of the undertakers are doing the same numbers. Mm. Now, Mr. Solomon, just in terms of advice that you would have for families, you know, who have debts in their families as a result of COVID-19, what are the do's and don'ts that you want to share with them, especially to make it easier, you know, from the time they move over from the hospital to the undertakers, um, going into the, 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 the places for Husserl, etc., and then onto burial, some advice that you can share with families? The, the advice that I would want to share is we, we know that we have uh, certain COVID protocols that is in place. Besides that, we try we, we must try and get the deceased buried as soon as possible. We mustn't delay because there's still this, this, this whole thing of people wanting the, the um, uh, janazah to leave after Zuhr, after Asr, uh, and things like that. And the numbers, they must, they must keep the people safe at home because this is these are places where um they they get infected because as a janaza people tend to want to still hug and still mm. kiss and yeah. you know it's at these sad times they they, they they need to um keep their social distancing and people I think that don't, is don't want that and, and keep their, their their masks on Mm. Um, I, I, I can tell you one thing. There was a couple a couple of weeks ago when we had a janaza where there was people there. I think I said it on air the the, the last time. Um, the, the, these people refused to 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 to, to sanitize and they refused to put on masks. We even offered them a mask. Wow. That same person is now lying in ICU. Wow. And th- these are things that that, that 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 we have to adhere to. We don't know whether it is working, but it is 
it is obviously the health professionals have told us that we need to wear that mask. Mm. Let's leave it at that, Mr. Ibrahim uh, Solomon, Western Cape, uh, the chairperson of the Western Cape Muslim Undertakers Association. Can you imagine, Sabira, the stress that they must be under, the undertakers generally, um, you know, having to deal with bodies, like you were saying, seven bodies a day, or janazas a day that he himself needs to attend to, let alone the other undertakers that is still in the Western Cape. I can't even begin to imagine it, because after listening to that, I myself feel so stressed. I can imagine, yeah. So, but yeah. deep breath, deep breath. Out. Here we go. Now let me tell you something quickly. When we mm. started the show this morning, we had six channels and notices, right? We are now, I was just dropped off one, two. I was just brought another Janaza notice and one is still going to come. We are now on officially 10 Janaza notices uh, for this morning. And so we obviously ask about burial space. Yeah. Um, in fact, I heard you asking um, Mr. Solomon, you know, people saying that, but they want to go to Johnson mm. because the entire family is mm. buried there. It's tradition, it's cultural, whatever yeah. it is for them, you know. Um, but what is the current situation like? We are joined online by Councillor Zaid Badrinin. He's the Maker Member for Community Services and Health. Zaid, salam alaikum. Shukran for your time this morning on Breakfast 91.3 FM. Surely this must be a challenging time for the Yes, absolutely. Uh, the entire system is, is pressurized from from the beginning to the end. And, and the reality of uh, the deaths is a, is a very real one. Um, I'm, I'm thinking about just this, this very week. We, we recorded about 146 deaths on Monday, 193 on Tuesday, and then 154 uh, by 1 o'clock yesterday. So these numbers are in excess of what we are usually using. Uh, used to in terms of uh, what the normal system would have been, you know, able to cope with in addition to all the COVID-related deaths. But you're also right, uh, Gulam, regarding the, the cemeteries. Our spaces are also under immense pressure, and I, I want to echo uh, the sentiments regarding uh, the, the families and, and, and the, the communities and friends that come with uh, the, the bodies to the cemeteries and the very poor, um, I would say, um, cooperation from time to time that we see uh, at these specific spaces, even when our staff at the uh, city cemeteries try and engage with uh, those individuals to adhere to the to the compliance uh, measures. But in terms of space, uh, we've spoken about this a, a couple of times, and it's a very real issue. It's an issue that we've been working very closely with uh, um, in terms of our communication efforts with the MJC. It's one that we're addressing uh, very rapidly, especially considering the immense pressures that we're under. And, and with regard to that, I'm also quite um, keen on, on the opening up of additional spaces which we will be seeing uh, in the next few days uh, after we've consulted with the with the MJC and that's something that we will be communicating on but we appeal uh, to our residents to be open to making use of public spaces that may not be uh, spaces that they're used to uh, but spaces that would be able to accommodate them and relieve the pressures on the system that we're currently seeing. Zahid, um, you know, we've been, we're in the second wave and, you know, within the peak and all of that. But yesterday I saw some comments around a possible third wave um, that will be coming. So it's to be expected, you know. Um, you know, are we bracing ourselves and are we sort of putting, you know, um, additional sort of systems in place 
should we enter that third wave as well? You know, from a burial as well as, yeah, that point of view? Absolutely. And this is part of our, uh, our efforts in the first wave already, where you will recall that the original numbers that were projected were astronomical. And thankfully, we didn't see any of those numbers being realized. But the efforts that we had undertaken at that stage helped us prepare for the second wave. And hopefully, uh, the, the, the projections of a third wave uh, don't happen because people slowly will start to adhere more and more, but the reality is that it may. And so in terms of that, the spaces that uh, we've prepared are are, are at a number of facilities. You may recall in Atlantis, uh, we extended um, that particular cemetery by five hectares to be able to accommodate uh, additional bodies, Clip Road, Maitland, um, Wallace Dean, all cemeteries um, that, that have been extended quite significantly to be able to accommodate well beyond 100 to 800 additional graves in some instances. Mm. But also at the same time, uh, we know that uh, uh, the biggest challenges and unwillingness, and I think obviously I understand the the emotional uh, connections to particular grave sites, but we must be able to to make a mind shift now to understand that bodies, Mm. as has been said uh, before, must be buried as soon as possible. Try not to wait for families. And a year to COVID so just quickly before you go, about 20 seconds we have. In terms of the mortuaries, you know, are the mortuaries managing at this point? Mortuaries are under immense pressure at the moment. Uh, bodies are, are, are piling up from all across the city. Um, that's in addition to the pressures that we've seen uh, from home affairs, the uh, limitations in terms of resources, the openings of offices that make it difficult for the uh, completion of the, the, the forms and then submissions of the forms, but also uh, in terms of the fatality centre that the province has erected at the province. There's also pressure there. Uh, with bodies being uh, stored and and also the necessary paperwork being done. But at the moment, we are coping, just coping, let me rather say it that way. Uh, There's an immense influx of bodies into the mortuaries, but uh, in terms of our city efforts, we've already started uh, to to look into uh, the procuring of reefers, which are these the cold storage, let's call them fridges for bodies uh, to be stored in. Uh, Should we need to move into that Mm. direction? And Mm. also at the same time, the city is um, always at the ready to initiate and activate our fatality center should we uh, see that we're not able to cope with the demand uh, in the city. Right, let's leave it at that. My co-member for um, uh, Community Service and and Health, Zaid Badruddin, shukran very much for your time this morning. Go well, sir.